Amen. John chapter 17, starting at verse 17. Jesus is talking to his disciples. He says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which believe on me through their word. That they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee. That they also may be one in us. That the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. In them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them, as thou hast loved me. Amen. Amen. Precious Lord, thank you for being the truth, that, that thy word is the truth, that we are sanctified not only in the truth, but in you. Father, we ask right now that you give us strength because the word says that you send us into the world as the father sent you into the world. This ain't a game. This ain't a game. This is serious business, Father God. And if you send the Lord into this world to suffer and die. We got some suffering to do. Yes, yes. Give us strength to suffer. Amen. How about that? How about that? Anybody ever ask God for strength to suffer? John 17, 17 through 23. Amen. Has anybody ever asked God for strength to suffer? <laughs> we want strength, but we don't want to suffer. I, I understand that. I understand that. Suffering, that suffering is not something you sign up for. Okay? But but there is suffering involved in salvation. I call it Big Dave was here. He looked at me and give me a title. Give me a title to the sermon. Christ-like suffering. How about that? Anybody ready for some Christ-like suffering? That's what Jesus is talking about here. You know, I was I was reading some commentaries on 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 these verses, and one guy I had to write it down. One guy one guy said, "This is what this verse means." I wrote it down because I did not see it at all. My man, I didn't want to see it. He says this, and he was a pastor of the radical church. He said, "This this these verses mean be one with you in the church as you." As your people, no conflict, no strife, no hurt, no pain. Just one with the Father and the Son and the Spirit are one with God. That's what he wrote. I didn't see that. Know what I saw? I say God is sending disciples into the world, just like He sent us, just like He sent His Son into the world. What did He send His Son into the world to do? To die. To suffer and die for our sins on Calvary's cross. Now, when he, when, he, when he gets to verse 17, he said, sanctify them through that truth. Why is that important? Why is that important? Because it, the, the truth has to be deeply embedded in us. And if it's not, we can move from the truth. We can move from the truth. We can question, question the truth. Jesus said, sanctify them through, through thy truth. Thy word is truth. So, so whatever your truth may be, whatever you may think your truth is, if it don't line up with the word, it ain't truth. How about that? That's, Amen. That, see, this ain't rocket science. Look at verse 18. And he says, and as thou hast sent me into the world, even so I send them into the world. Okay, God sent his son into the world to do what? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believing in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He sent his son into the world to die. 
for our sins. So if Jesus is telling his disciples, I'm sending you into the world like my father sent me, you're going to die too. And guess what? They all did. They all did. They died for what reason? For what they believed. Okay? They believe they died for what they believed. So in verse 19, he goes, and, and for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Okay? I want you to have something to stand on. I want you guys to see the example that I put before you. Jesus is our example. I like Isaiah 53. He says, he is a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. All right, so that's our Savior. That's who we following. Think you're going to get some of that too? Oh, yeah, you're going to get some of that too. Okay. See, 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 this is, this is, why, this is why folks come, you know, you got 30,000 member churches, and, and, and these preachers ain't talking about no suffering. They ain't talking about no hardship. They talking about come to Jesus and you're going to be okay. No more sorrows, no more pain, no more suffer. And everybody in this room know that's a lie. Any, if I was to sit up here and tell any of you that, y'all would know I'd be lying. We suffer. I, I'm suffering already. We still feel said that Bobby and Keelan's father passed away. Him and I, him and I were friends. I said, I look at him and we talked all the time. That's some suffering. I didn't know they were sick. Wish I did. We're we, we going to suffer in this world. Okay? Know when the suffering stops? <laughs> when they shut the box. Oh, not even before they shut the box. All right? When you take your last breath, your suffering is over. For the saint. Let me, let me clarify. For the saint, your suffering is over. Because a whole lot of folks, when they get to hell, they're going to lift up their eyes in hell. I don't know who they're going to see far away. Okay. They may look to lift up their eyes in hell and see Reverend Neal sitting in Abraham's bosom. <laughs> All the years he was begging y'all to get the Lord, begging y'all to get saved, begging y'all to get right with the Lord. Let me keep going. I got a lot. Watch this. Verse 20. Neither pray I for these alone. Uh-oh, here we go. See, see, the verse 19 was for the apostles. Verse 20 is for us. See, we're going to hear what the apostles had to say. This is why we read Matthew and John and Mark and Luke, okay, and Romans and Acts. Because we hear from the apostles. And what we hear from the apostles ought to make us believers, ought 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 to get us to believe in the truth of God's word. Look at, neither I pray for these alone. The apostle, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. See, the apostles didn't. The apostles didn't preach about hot dogs and and financial security. You know, the apostles didn't preach on politics and and who in the White House and who the governor would be. The apostles didn't preach that. Paul said, "I preach Christ and Him crucified." And then, he's, then, he, then he summed it up. He said, and I am determined. Okay? Preach nothing else. Because it's easy to get caught up. It'd be easy to get caught up. You know, call the preacher. We got a situation. You know, the kids is riding. Kids is shooting. Somebody got killed. Call the preachers. Let them come in here and tell the people some lies. Let me tell y'all something. Any preacher works for salt. And you look at this, what's going on in Youngstown. This is a young girl got shot and killed over there on the south side. You know, they call the preacher. We got to, we got to, we got to get these young people in control. Let me tell you something. Jesus is the only Amen. answer. Amen. Okay. So when that preacher show up and don't talk about Jesus, never mention Jesus and start talking about calling attorneys and calling out racism. Oh, let me tell you something. The preacher job show up talking about Jesus. Amen. Okay. That's it. And then they would stop calling them. They would stop calling him. And listen, I, listen, you call me down there, I'm going to tell you, what's, what's wrong with the city? You need Jesus. Amen. And him crucified. And not only him crucified, but him lying in that grave for three days and rising on the third day with all power. Now, when we get the young people to, to hear that and to embrace that, now we got to change. 
They're taking the guns away from all the good guys. They going to, they going to, listen, you can take all the guns from people who registered their guns. But let me tell you something. Uh-huh. I'm going to still be able to find me some. Amen. Okay? And you can go to most of the barbershops and they got a guy coming in there selling guns. All right? Here's my point. Here's my point. Let me get somewhere today. He says, neither pray I for these alone, the apostles, but for them, us, which shall, shall believe on me through their word. John was an apostle. How y'all, did y'all know that? And I'm preaching out of the gospel of John. Okay? And hopefully, somebody will hear the word of God today. And, 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 and be closer, if not embrace, the truths of Scripture. Maybe on sermon audio. Maybe somebody up in here. Y'all think I if, if I, if I took for granted that everybody in here was going to heaven, I wouldn't have nothing to preach about. I would just come in here where everybody going to heaven. We would just, you know, bring on the hot dogs. Okay? Then, then, then a lot of us need to get some strength from hearing the word of God preached. Yes. Okay? Because some of us got some stuff to go through this week. Okay? See, we got to get, you know, she, she, gonna be, she got some stuff to deal with. I got some stuff to deal with. I need to hear it. I, I got some folks to, that I got to bury this week. The Word of God gives us strength. The Word of God gives us peace. I can't show up. I can't show up discombobulated Amen. at the scene. If I, if I show up at the scene and I'm representing Jesus Christ and him crucified and I show up and I'm all out of sorts. What do you think people are going to say? Where's your strength? Hmm. Verse 21, I'm getting somewhere. That they may be one as thou. Father art in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. That's, a, that's the whole crust of it. The job of the apostles and all the people that learn from the apostles is to teach the world that Jesus truly did die for our sins and raise from the dead. All that other stuff, listen, that's the whole gospel. That's question eight in our Sunday school lesson. That Jesus died for our sins and rose from the grave. That's the job of the apostles and preachers and Christians today. Verse 22. And the glory that which thou gavest me, I have given them that they may be one even as we are one. When he says that, when he talks to his apostles, we all know how they were all martyred, saved John, sent to the island of Patmos, not for vacation. I know some people say, well, you know, he had a good time on the island. No, nobody had a good time on the island of Patmos. It was full of barbarians, and they expected him to be eaten alive, but the Bible says that he was found in the spirit on the Lord's day, so circumstances didn't change. Circumstances didn't change. John's worship. I think that's what Deacon Jeremy was saying. Listen, happiness will change. If, you, if, your, if your worship is based on happiness, oh, your, your worship will be fickle. Fickle. One day you feel like worshiping, one day you won't. One day you feel like going to church, next day you won't. You know, you'll be hit or miss. But when, you're, when, you're, when your joy is based on the Lord, we sing this song. This joy I have, the world didn't give it to me, and the world can't take it away. That's where your consistency come in at. You always tell a fickle Christian, you know, they hit or miss. Sometimes up, sometimes down. Suffering is out of the question. Here's what, here's what verse 20 Here's what verse 20 is saying to me when I read this. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't embrace what the one guy said. In, 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 Matthew, in Matthew 10, 16, Jesus is talking to his apostles. 
And he's giving them instructions. And he says, behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And in and, and Luke 10.3, he says this. He says, go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Okay? John 15, 20, he says, remember the word that I said unto you. The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will persecute you. If they have kept my sayings, they will keep yours also. How about that? So, 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 so Jesus is telling the disciples, you're going to catch some heat when you identify with me. Okay? When you, when the moment you say, I'm with God, I'm with the Lord, when I'm with Jesus, you're going to get what Jesus got. What did he get? What did he get? This is, this is this is what I meant when I said we I, I think I think we I think we dropped the ball as a church because we we don't want to we don't want to offend anybody and we don't want to upset anybody and we want to we just want to be willy nilly with the word of God we just want listen it, it, I know it's, I know it's difficult I know it's hard to hard to accept but no that ain't how Jesus that ain't how the word of God was taught here's Paul. His relation with the Lord. Paul has some Christ-like suffering. Okay. Here's Paul. 2 Timothy 3 and 10. Here's Paul. And, 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 and now watch, watch, the, watch the, the theme of this. Because he's talking to Timothy. Okay. He's talking to Timothy. And he might be talking to some other disciples. Who can imagine. Just imagine following Paul. Somebody said, well, you know, you hard, you, you hard on, I'm not hard on people like, like, like Paul was. Okay. Here's Paul first in 2 Timothy 3, 10. Watch this now. Paul said, but, but thou hast fully known my doctrine. He preached it. He preached it. Okay. Matter of life, how he lived. He, he, he didn't have, he wasn't an undercover Christian. He didn't, he didn't have no secret life. Okay. Paul said, you know my manner of life. He said, you know my purpose. Paul, you know, Paul was purpose driven before the, before the book come out. Paul had a purpose. And his purpose was to preach the word of God to a lost world. At any cost. God said to Ananias, he said, Ananias, this man, Paul, is going to suffer Greatly for me. How about that? His purpose. Thou has known fully my doctrine, my manner of life, my purpose, my faith. How about that? My faith. Okay. Paul, see, people knew Paul believed. And while Paul once didn't believe. Paul once would have. Paul was once killing Christians. Now he's ministered to him. Now watch this. Not only his faith, but his long suffering. His love and his patience. Then he gets to verse 11. And now I'm going somewhere. Stay with me. He says, now you also know my persecutions. My afflictions. Which came to me at Antioch. And Iconium. And at Lystrum. Basically Paul said, wherever I went. I caught some heat. Because I went to places that people did not want to hear the word. And I still delivered the word. Okay. Then he says this, and what persecutions I endured, meaning I endured, it didn't stop me. We get a little heat, we stop. Well, you know, we, we, we just, we just, we just happy, you know, well, you know, to do your thing, whatever. No, Paul, Paul didn't say that. He said, I endured. And for anybody that's a little worried that, you know what, something bad may happen if I continue to Preach the word of God. Watch what Paul says. But out of them all, out of all my persecutions, out of all, out of all the trouble that I went through or faced, he says, the Lord delivered me. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Now look at verse 12. Stay with me on this because this is, I, I've gone over this many times. He says, Yea, and all that will live godly, big three words right here. 2 Timothy 3.10, verse 12. Yea, and all that will live godly, here we go, in Christ Jesus. Everybody ain't in Christ Jesus. Let me tell you something. If you're not in Christ Jesus today, if you've got any question whether you're in Christ or not, you need to make up your mind today. Okay? No, why do I say that? Because see, when, when, when the resurrection comes, when the trump sound, you know who rising? The dead in Christ. Okay? We had that discussion. You know, you know what? You know, you ask somebody, just ask somebody, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? They don't care about you anyway. I must prove that today through the scriptures. So if you say, you know what, bro, if you die today, where are you going, heaven or hell? That's a good question. And, and, and they have to answer it. It's a yes or no answer. It's not, it's not, well, you know, right now I'm a Catholic, but I'm not practicing Christianity. I, you know, I ain't been to church in 10 years, but I, no, 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 that's not what I asked you. You die today, where are you going, heaven or hell? Okay, that's deep. I don't want to answer that. Well, that's because you know where you're going. That's why you don't want to answer that. I, I want to answer that. I, listen, I done told y'all before. Listen, there's nothing I can do to stop me from going to heaven. I hear that all the time. People work my nerves so bad. Well, you can lose your salvation. Let me tell you something, man. I don't want no salvation that I can lose. Okay? If I ain't lose it, it ain't worth it if I can lose it. Seriously, uh, you can lose your salvation. I, I know that that's, that bothers a lot of people. I sit here. I had somebody send me something this week talking about that. Well, you can lose your salvation. Really? I can lose it? Huh? I, well, 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 Paul said it. Paul said that once I got saved, I was sealed to the day of redemption. Okay? John 3.16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Well, wait a minute. How can I lose? How can I lose it? I didn't earn it. Okay. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer. How about that? Shall suffer what, Paul? Persecution. What is persecution? We're going to talk about that in a minute. Verse 13. Are we, we, are we there yet? Wasn't that, wasn't that like a theme to a little movie or something? Kids was in the car. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Let me tell you where we are. We're there. We're there. We're, we're in verse 13 right now. We are in verse 13. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. Okay. Some of us are already thinking. Some of us old school folks are already thinking. Can it get any worse? I mean, can it get any worse? They took Uncle Ben off the rice box and put a transvestite on the beer can. Wait a minute. They took Uncle Ben off the rice and put a dude like a woman on a beer can. Goodness. Can it get any worse? But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. What are they going to be doing? Deceiving and being deceived. What's that worse? What's that worse? What's that wax worse and worse mean? Okay. You know, there's a there's a there's a there's a saying and in, in it goes, you could wax worse and then it wanes, meaning it'll get bad for a long time, then it'll ease off. But Paul's saying it's gonna wax worse and worse, meaning it ain't gonna ease off. It ain't gonna ease off. It's just gonna get worse and worse, more evil, more bad, more evil, more depraved, more corrupt. Man, are we there? 
And, 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 and honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm not prophetic in any way. But I, I'm pretty sure it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. <sighs> but just watch what Paul says. Now, now, he's talking to the church. He's talking to the church. Now, I mean, if you read First and Second Timothy and, 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 and Titus, these are the pastoral epistles. These were circular letters that was going out to all the churches, and this is what they were called to teach. I turn on some of this stuff. I turn on some of this stuff. And, and, and you don't even hear the preachers talk about Jesus no more. And you can turn on some of this stuff. You don't hear the resurrection no more. You don't hear, you don't hear sanctification and holiness, none of that stuff. I, I listen. I listen to these guys. And I'm like, nobody preaching Christ. They preachers, they ain't no preaching Christ. Next time you next time you online or on social media and a sermon come up, I don't know some of y'all listen to a sermon. You know, you need to hear Jesus Christ. In mm-hmm. the songs that you listen to, if you listen to a song and, and you and it's four minutes long, you ain't heard Jesus. <laughs> the gospel is about Jesus. The gospel message is about Jesus. Gospel songs is about Jesus. Gospel preaching is about Jesus. We need Jesus. Somebody, somebody said what the world needs now. Really what they're saying, what the world needs now is Jesus. And, 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 and we're not talking about Jesus. And when the church stopped talking about Jesus, watch what Paul says. He says, yeah, all that will live godly in Christ shall suffer persecution. Let's not scare some of them folks away. Remember Gideon, he took all them folks down to the water? Remember he took all them folks down to the water? And I said, you ain't got too many. All the ones that scared, send them back. 20,000 left. 20,000 left. Imagine that, 20,000 left. You know, we do that today in the church, and we say, you know, everybody that's scared, you know, leave. You know, we'd we be, we be pretty good here. I got faith in y'all. Y'all have been through some stuff. But you go to a church with 30,000 members and you and the priest say, listen, it's getting ready to bust out up in here. So if you're scared, leave. Listen, that church will empty out. They will empty out. Okay? But Paul says this in verse 13. But evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Listen. Verse 14 is just beautiful to me. But continue. How about that? He says... But continue, men of God, women of God, preachers of God's word, teachers of God's word, but continue thou in the things which thou has learnt and has been assured of. Let me tell you something. It'd be easy to quit when you, when you, when you, if you're not assured, if you don't have an assured faith, it'd be easy to quit. It'd be easy to quit. I would have been quit. I would have been quit. This ain't worth it. I ain't having fun. People don't want to have fun. A lot of people don't come to church because it ain't fun. Everything's fun now. Church got to be fun. A lot of preachers know church got to be fun, so they make it fun. Bounce arounds and gyms. and I mean, it's just fun. Kids don't want to go to church because it ain't fun. Hey, people tell me that. Well, I mean, I got to find a church where kids can have fun. I wonder if Daniel and the three Hebrew boys had fun in church. You think that kind of church would have held up under Nebuchadnezzar? No, they'd have been, listen, they'd have been eating steaks and they'd have been drinking and everything else. Fun church. Preachers drink. You know, and and, and, and I catch heat on that. I'm like an anomaly. Seriously, preachers drink. I, I probably shouldn't be working at Avalon. They come in. I know I said there. I have to wear my sunglasses so they won't recognize me. They're walking around with their drinks. Listen, let me tell you something. Paul said here in verse 14, this is interesting to me. He says, but continue. That means stay the course. Don't quit. It's going to get tough. You're going to get some persecution. You're going to get some heat. Mm -hmm. 
Here's Jesus. So I'm going to preach Jesus. And, and it makes it easy. So I ain't got to make up stuff. Okay, I can just preach Jesus. Amen. All right. Seriously. Matthew 27, watch this. Here's our example. Anybody, anybody heard that word reproached? Anybody know that word reproached mean? Anybody ever been reproached? Yes, we have. That word reproached means we've been accused of something. We've been criticized. We've been rebuked. We've been reprimanded. We've been blamed, reproached. Did Jesus have anything that they could reproach him about? I got some stuff to be reproached, okay? I can be reproached, all right? Jesus couldn't be reproached. Why did I say that? He was sinless. Okay? He didn't have a human father. He, his father was the Holy Spirit. His father was God. His father had sinless DNA. Amen. Mine didn't. Amen. Okay? I'd be riding around my father, and every time he seen a good-looking woman, he'd blow the horn and whistling. <laughs> I mean, I'd be riding around with him and one of his songs, come on, I'm a girl watcher. That's, that's before your time, Jake, but I'm sitting here, that's how, that, I mean, that's before y'all's time too? You heard it? You got an old soul. Here's how it go, just, I gotta do it, I'm sorry. It, it went, I'm a girl watcher. I'm a girl watcher. Here comes one now. Okay. That's enough of that. Jake, stop me when I do that. Here's Jesus being reproached for nothing. He was sinless. What did Pilate say? Six trials. What did Pilate say? I find no fault in him. Send him to Herod. Herod what did Herod send him back for? I find no fault in him. Guess what? He was sinless. Here's verse 27 and 1, chapter 27. And when the morning was come, all the chief priests and the elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death for what? And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Now watch this. Then Judas. Nobody named their kids Judas. All right. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, okay, betrayed him, turned him in, turned him in. And when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. Listen, you know what he said? Jesus, you know, Judas was saying, listen, I made a mistake. I don't want to go through with this. Guess what? Too late. Too late. Watch what the elders say to him. Saying, verse 4, I have sinned and, be, and that I have betrayed the innocent blood. How about that? God, you gotta keep reading the scriptures over and over to see that because you know that's almost a little new to me. Saying, I have sinned and that I have betrayed the Innocent blood. Anybody would have known he had innocent blood, it would have been Judas because he had walked with him for three years. Seen him, watched, talked to him, performed miracles. Judas, Judas did all the things that all the other apostles did. Nobody ever knew. When, 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 when Jesus said there's a devil, one of y'all is a devil, the, the other apostles didn't have a clue who it was. He blended right on in with them. He's seen all Jesus' miraculous miracles and healings. He heard him talk. He watched his walk. He knew that he was innocent. Watch what they said to Jews. And they say the same thing to us. And they said, what is that to us? Ain't that deep? What is that to us? You can hear the hiss, you can hear the hiss of the serpent coming out of the mouths of the scribes and the elders. What is that to us? See thou to that. Meaning, get up out of here. And know what Judas did? And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple. How about that? Just threw them on the ground. I don't want them. Too late. 
and departed and went and hanged himself. How about that? My point is, you're going to get some rebuking. You're going to get some, you're going to get some reproach. How about this one? He was despised. The Bible says, the Bible says he was despised and rejected. How about that? Can you imagine? Savior of the world. Sinless Lamb of God. Matthew 27 and, and verse 15. Now, now here he is being despised by the same people that he came to die for. Ain't that deep? Now at the feast of at the, now at that feast the governor was wont to release unto the people a prisoner whom they would. Now he's being despised by the people. And they had then a notable prisoner called Barabbas. A notable prisoner mean what? Everybody knew him. Everybody knew who he was and what his sin was, what his crime was. Like Alfonso, Scarface, how about that? Capone, El Chapel. Everybody talk about El Chapel. Anybody ever heard of George Machine Gun Kelly? In Alcatraz. What do you think his name means? <laughs> okay. Okay, that everybody would have known. They'd be like, you know, some of us would today. We we want Capone. We want El Chapo. And they had a notable prisoner called Barabbas. Therefore, when they were gathered together, Pilate said unto the, to them, "Whom will that I release unto you?" How about that? Question mark. <clears throat> Barabbas, the notable prisoner. Guilty of murder and insurrection or Jesus, which is called Christ. For he knew his pilot, for he knew that for envy they had delivered him. Pilate wasn't no dummy. You don't get to be the governor of Rome by being ignorant of the people under your control. Okay. Now watch verse 19. And when he was set down on the judgment seat. So to, to, oh my God. How, many, how many married men I got in here? One, two, three. Mer Mervyn, you ever been married? No? Columbus and Jay, watch this. They ain't always right. Now I'm not sitting to say your wife is always right. When he was set down on the judgment seat. How about that? See where he's to make a judgment. Most of them are life and death. His wife sent unto him. Saying. Have nothing. To do. With that. Just man. How did she figure that out? How did she figure that out? Everybody knew about Jesus. Jesus wasn't new to Jerusalem. He, everybody knew about his miracles. Everybody knew about his teachings. I mean, remember when, when they send they send they send spies to, to Lazarus' funeral. And Jesus raised him for, from the dead. And when 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 the spies went back to the to the temple and reported to the scribes and Pharisees, you know what they said? Never a man. Do stuff like this. Okay? So everybody would have knew that he was a just man. For unto him saying, Have thou nothing to do with that just man? For I have suffered many things this day in a dream because of him. He was despised by the people. Watch this. The chief priests and the elders persuaded the multitude that they should ask Barabbas and destroy Jesus. Now watch this. This, is, this gets interesting to me because they had no case other than the fact that Jesus came to die for the sins of the world. They had no case. Verse 21, the governor answered and said unto them, whether of 
the two will ye that I release unto you? And they said, Barabbas. And they would say it again today. And Pilate said unto them, watch this now, watch this, don't miss this. And Pilate said unto them, what shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? And they say unto him, let him be crucified. Now watch this. And the governor said, why? About that. Cross-examining him. He said, why? What evil have he done? You think they would, do you think they would, they would explain their case? They said, here's the charges. No, they had no charges. How do I know that? Because he was the sinless lamb of God. He was without sin. If he had had one sin, if they could have brought one charge, if they could have brought one charge, even if it was a misdemeanor, even if he got reduced down to a misdemeanor, it would have disqualified him from being savior of the world. How about that? And they asked him, they asked him, what evil has he done? But they cried out the more, verse 23, saying, let him be crucified. You know what? They had no case. They had no case. They had no case. And you know what? When you stay with the Lord, when you stay with the Lord, when you walk into with the Lord, you're going to get some persecution. You're going to get some heat. But as long as you within the context of God's word, guess what? They don't have no case against you. You're going to get some persecution. Amen. You might get some persecution. You might get laughed at. I get laughed at a lot. People laugh at me. They mock me. They think I'm a joke because I'm a Christian, because I'm born again, and I don't preach, you know. And yeah, I, you know, I even hear it. I even hear it. I hear it from people. Well, you know, you preach all. Oh, you don't miss church. You don't miss Sunday school. You don't miss Bible study. You don't take no money for the church. You get mocked for that. Who would have who ever thought that the time would come when you would get mocked for being faithful? Amen. You get mocked for that. But I'm in good company. Amen. No, I'm in, I'm in great company. Amen. Because they thought Jesus was a fool. Remember when he was crucified? The Bible says in Matthew 27, 37, it says, And they set up over his head his accusation. This is, y'all know this stuff, the king of the Jews. How about that? And there were two thieves crucified with him, Matthew 27, 37, and 38. One on the right hand and another on the left. Now watch verse 39. Watch verse 39. And they passed by and reviled him. You know what that word reviled mean? Laughed at him. Laughed at him. And, and, and in a spiteful way they laughed at him. Watch this. Wagging their heads. You know, you ever have somebody wag their head like, Wagging their heads. So sure, pride. Wagging their heads, watch this, and saying, Thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself if thou be the Son of God come down from the cross. Now, the two thieves on the side of him, what do you think they had over their heads? They would have had signs over their heads too. It would have been legit murderers. And so the crowd would have looked at them and said, they deserve to die. And then they would have looked at the other, mur the other one over here, murderer. And then they would look at Jesus and say, he on a cross? Because he said he was a king of the Jews to, to a lost world. That's laughable. That's laughable. You know, when I was in, when, when I was working in juvenile, you get some of these judges from Orville. You know, heard of Orville before? Orville, Ohio. What's some of them other hick towns like that? You know, and, and, and the judge would think he doing something, doing something nice to the community because you'll get the two little, two little white boys and, and, and they're going to send them to juvenile because they broke into somebody's garage and stole their uh, ride lawnmower. Okay. And then they put them in juvenile with boys from Cleveland. Okay? Who in there for murder 
and armed robbery and felonious assault. So, so the little boy from Orville come in there and they say like, you know, bro, what you in here for? The Cleveland kids. He in here, he's he a fella. He didn't kill people. He didn't rob people. I mean, he didn't done some crazy stuff. And he asked the little boy from Orville, he said, what you in here for? And the little boy from Orville, I, I broke in my neighbor's garage and, and, and stole his dirt bike. What do you think happened to him? Yeah, he didn't survive. They laughed at him. Sort of like Jess laughing at Jesus. Here's Jesus on the cross between two murderers, and he did there because he said he was the son of God. People didn't understand. We understand. We understand. What he died for was no more noble than what any man ever died for. What any man ever died for. But they're going to be mockers. And I was saying this this morning when we was in Sunday school. Let me tell you something. We don't like being mocked. But we're going to be mocked. If you if you standing for God's word, if you standing on the truth of God's word, let me tell you something. You're going to be marked. Mocked. You're going to be scoffed at. How do I know? Because the word of God tells me. The word of God tells me. Jude 1.18 says, the how that... They told you there would be mockers in the last time. What are they mocking? What's a mocker do? A mocker is someone who jeers and mocks and treats somebody with contempt. Okay? And it's always unpleasant. You, you, you don't mock somebody nicely. But when you stand on your faith, think about it today. Think about how hard it would be for a teenager to go to a public school and confess Jesus Christ as Lord. Think about that. Just the whole system is set up to mock and ridicule that person. Now, now you can walk into that school and you can walk in there with anything. You can walk in there with crazy LGBT hats and shirts on. You can walk into that school looking like an absolute fool. You can have your Tupac on. You can have, I mean, you can have it all on, but if you walk in there talking about John 3.16, that's a whole other story. You're going to be mocked and ridiculed, okay? Imagine you standing up in that public school, and, and then I know this is this would be rare, and you stand up in that public school, and, 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 and they, would, they would have cafeteria break and you as a Christian would say hello everybody I want to pray before we eat lunch they would kick them out of school probably that's that's a form of mockery let me give you another verse let me give you another verse see if I can find it Peter 2 Peter 3 3 I want y'all to know when we go out here on the war path I like to call it the war path okay I like, you know, people say, well, the church ain't in the Bible. I, I like to say the church, the church should resemble an army barrack, okay, or a, like a military garrison. You know, you know it, it should be a place where we come to get equipped to go out into this world and fight and battle for the, for the, for the, for the souls of lost people. Think about it like that. We turn our church into entertainment centers. People don't, people don't give you equipment when they leave church. They'll be fired up. Somebody sent me something, you know. You know, he sent me, they, somebody sent me one of the memes. He said, this is, a, this is a church. I forget how I go. I forget how I go. But however it was, the message put everybody to sleep. Like, did Daniel sleep? Okay. <laughs> okay. And then they said, this is a, this is a church where, where the gospel isn't being preached. And then they had another picture of Guys with paint all over their face. And this is, this is a church where the word of God is being preached because we ought to be ready to go out here and rumble. Amen. We got souls to be saved. Souls to be saved. Here's Paul. Here's Peter. Uh, uh. He says, knowing this, first, second Peter 3, 3, that there shall come in the last days scoffers. Scoffers. People that's going to come and laugh at you for being Christians. Scoffers. Anybody run into some scoffers lately? Some of them, some of them real, real cute with it, you know. Y'all hear me say it all the time. I, I'm like a broken record, you know. They want everything from us, but they don't want our, they want everything from us. You know, we get some people that'll take everything we give them, but they won't take our faith. They won't take our Bibles. You, you, they won't take no daily bread from you, but they'll take anything they can get, okay? 
They'll take anything they can get. I'm going to stop there. And I may pick this up on, on Wednesday night because it's, it's just important that we know we're in a battle. I love that song we sing. I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. We're we on the battlefield. Somebody said, well, you know, somebody said, well, you know, we're we, we on, we on a cruise ship. Most churches like on a cruise ship. No, no, no. We're on a battleship. We're on a cruise ship. I hear preachers on, on, on the TV all the time talking about the, going on cruises with their churches. I ain't taking y'all on no cruise. <laughs> we going on a 10 day, 10, a 10 day Alaskan cruise. I, I can't be away for 10 days. I know. We're going on we going on Alaskan cruise. I can't even imagine. I know some of y'all been on cruises and there. Y'all enjoy them and everything. I, I got work to do. Cindy want to go on. Cindy, Cindy don't want to go on a cruise. You know, she got she got a lot of sisters, so if she want to go, she can go. I can't go nowhere. Know why? Only only cruise I remember Paul being on was when he was on his way to Malta. <laughs> and that wasn't real good. See, I'm thinking if I get on a cruise, that ship going down. <laughs> okay. Help us, Lord. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let me let y'all out of here. Amen. 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 Precious Lord, give us strength. Give us strength. Give us power. Not to live the good life, but to live the Christ life. Amen. Amen. To endure persecution. To, 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 to endure the scoffers. To be hated. To be laughed at. To be mocked. Give us strength, Father God, because the word of God says, he that endureth to the end shall be saved. He that can overcome the persecutions and overcome the heat of the battle and overcome the mockery and overcome sickness and disease and kill still press toward the mark of the high calling of God. Give us that, Paul. Give us that. Give us what you gave Paul, Father God, to be willing to suffer and go to prison for what we believe. Because I believe heaven will be full of folks because of Paul's faith. Father, thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.